Hello everyone. Namaskar. This is Minku Booter of the Circle of Joy, a platform that brings you transformational practices at a deep subconscious level and oodles of joy. Welcome to the first season of Funky Chunky Anecdotes in which I will be bringing fresh perspectives of different facets of life. Are you too easy going and laid back? Then stop being an easy OC and relearn, rewire and reboot with me every Tuesday. This week's word friond lufu meaning love, friendship, intimacy, I love you, being in love and feeling love and falling in love. Such great highs, right? What about idealistic love? All of us have gone through it, those chemicals in your brain, just seeing your beloved can make your heart race, your legs weak and your face flushed. What a potent mix. Uh, how can I not mention those excessively indulged bubblegum, Bollywood romances, those mushy, the riverside and the moon running around in trees in Switzerland? Now, from the time of Mughal Azam 1960 and its dialogue, is badalti hui dunya mein mohabbat jis insaan ka daman tham leti hai, wo insaan nahi badalta. Eternal love. Right to my favorite Amir Khan cooing into Kajol's ears. Hum se dur jao ke kaise dil se hume bhulao ke kaise hum wo khushbu hai jo saaso mein baste hai khud ki saaso ko rok pao ke kaise breathless love. Now George Burns would wrap all my English dialogues in just one sentence. Love is a lot like backache. It doesn't show up on x-rays, but you know it's there. I visited Shakespeare's birth town, Stratford upon Avon a few years ago, and I must say, there's such a friend Lufu intimate twinge to that village and his words ring in perpetuity in my ears. But were you in my arms, dear love, the happiness would take my breath away. No thought could match that ecstasy, no song and compassion and no other worlds. If I should think of love, I'd think of you. What ultimate romance Shakespeare's works were. And let's not forget ancient Greek intimacies talked about two loves, agape love, which is the highest form of unconditional love of God or um, the happiness that you feel when you hear a song on the radio or your appreciation of maybe a beautiful sunset and maybe even listening to my podcast love eros cupid was a god of love of sensuality lust passion romance and he's seen blindfolded to indicate that love is blind and really makes sense huh kehte hain na ki adhure aashiq ke baad hi log pure shayar bante hain is had tak ki galti se nazar aane pe padi shakal meri thi I think I'm going to say sensual love. I find nothing more provocative than the free and lufu moment when sultry Bipasha Basu and John Abraham, and by the way, he's been voted as the sexiest actor in Asia in 2008, and they co 
this song, just cool it. From the movie Jessam, and guess what? I feel like cooing it to you, all my adorable listeners. <laughs> and maybe it's not going to be as sensual, but it's an attempt I'm going to make right now, just for all of you. Jadu hai na shahe, madhoshiya. Tujhko bhula ke ab jaun kaha. Dekhti hai jis tarah se teri nazre mujhe. Main khud kuch paun kaha. Well, I tried and I still stand by the fact that it's the most sensual song ever. Now, we are all looking to love and be loved, to connect to the heart and soul of another, irrespective of what sex we are. When are we going to extend the same compassion, pragmatism and understanding to all intricate and diverse relationships? How does it matter whether we love the same sex, a, a dog or, or the tree? Look, either way, relationships, love, friendships, they have no guarantees. I can tell you that. And if you really insist on a guarantee, I think you should go live with the car battery. Um, now, another aspect of love, platonic love, you know, the kind that Nobel laureate Vishwakabi Rabindranath Tagore's that he writes about so much. And I remember reading that he had that with his sister-in-law, Kadombori Devi, and then later an Argentinian woman poet, his diehard admirer called, um, I think her name was Victoria Ocampo. And he wrote for her. As she departed, the door creaked. I rushed out to call her back. But the dream went bodiless, vanishing in the dark. The flicker of the candle from afar, a mirage red like blood. He was the ultimate um, and um, I hope it's not an overdose for my listeners this time, but those of you who love uh, romance are going to connect to this episode of mine this time. Now, here's Yumna Har- J. Harising, someone I'm very, very fond of. We have shared three hour long sessions, RJing together on talkradio.nyc out of New York, and then Radio FM 90.3 out of Rhode Island, and we create magic together. I love her and her grasp of Norse interpretation of my chosen word, friend Lufu, is incredible. And here she is. Hi, this is Yumna Hari Singh. And today my very good friend, Minku Buta, has given me the word friend Lufu to talk about. It's an old Norse word, friend, containing conjugal love and Lufu, which expands it to platonic love. Without going into a discussion of the wife's lament and the Bosworth Toller Anglo-Saxon Dictionary of 1868, let's use a word from contemporary culture that approximates it. Um, with Jean Roddenberry's Tahila definition of friend, lover, brother from the Star Trek universe. There's always been a little bit of um, resistance to the idea of women being able to put together this rich spiritual friendship that we have so many experiences of 
in history with men. They seem to feel that females are too hysterical, that there is a fear of homosocial close relationships between women. But if you look at our own history with Sakis, um, it's a central part of our tradition to have close female friends without whom conjugal love doesn't really bloom. And for me personally, there but for the grace of love go I. I have so many really, really good friends uh, who are women who help keep us together. You know, it's conjugal love that propagates the world, but it's really spiritual love that helps in the growth of the spirit. I could cite several historical examples of women talking about friendship, uh, demonstrating their profound learnings by quoting Ovid and Seneca and Demetrius and Cicero, who, you know, talked about, among other things, that misfortune brings to light your two friends. But I think that um, platonic love is what makes the world go around rather than conjugal love. And that's my last word on the matter. That uh, Yumna was an amazing interpretation. Now, on the other side, how can we ignore the conjugal love, the marriage, the partnership, the relationships? I remember Marilyn Monroe, she said something beautiful. The real lover is the man who can thrill you by kissing your forehead or smiling into your eyes or just staring into space. Can you imagine? And my million dollar question to a very special girl, Bia Sandhutaneja, she's like a younger sister to me. She's a grooming and adequate expert, an international beauty pageant mentor. And I asked her this question. I said, does love even exist and can true love fade away? How long does it take passion to actually disappear? And it can be quite alarming when you feel that the rush is gone and the panish, the, the whole, whole passion has vanished and your spouse no longer makes your pulse raise. It now listen to Bia. She's actually nailed it quite beautifully. Love for me is respect. Love and intimacy for me is much more than sex. Love for me is true. Love for me is being able to stand in front of that person knowing that that person is not judging me and I can be 100% myself in front of that person. Love for me is having children with the person of my dreams. Love for me is someone who will never grow old for me. He will only become better, sexier, hotter, and more loving to me with every passing year. Love for me is sharing a bed with that person of my dreams every night, sharing a quilt, sharing a pillow, sharing my dreams, sharing our fears, our hopes, our desires, everything together. That's what love and intimacy means to me. Absolutely. I hear you, Sister Bia. I also hear Carrie Bradshaw in Sex in the City talking about shelf life of love when she says some love stories aren't epic novels some are short stories but 
that doesn't make them any less filled with love. Shelf life, my friends. <laughs> love has a shelf life. And if Freon Lufu quotient is a little low in life for you right now, a bar of chocolate doesn't hurt once in a while. And I just want to remind you, if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, please do so. Loads of exciting stuff coming up and you do not want to miss out. Stay happy, stay in love, no matter with whom. And I shall see you next week. This was Minko Puta keeping you company while you did what you were doing. Next Tuesday, the Circle of Joy's funky, chunky anecdotes will bring another episode that helps transformational practice at a deep subconscious level. Till then, stay safe and joyful. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store.